Are you currently at a place in your life where you are doubting your career? Or maybe you're feeling a little bit lost or feel stuck deciding between two options that you aren't even completely happy with. My life has never felt as clear, as meaningful, or as satisfying as it does right now. But it took me almost 30 years of living my life to finally be at peace and to feel less lost and confused across all areas of my life. Welcome to the Slow Down Time podcast. I'm Van Anne, a second generation Vietnamese Australian on my journey away from being the busy and stressed out primary school teacher into a slower, more present version of myself. This podcast is here to help you rediscover what it is you want and to begin letting go of cultural pressure to rush through life. Yes, you'll question your identity, your life decisions, and begin trusting yourself to fully live with intention. I'm so excited to be your host and to walk you through this journey. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. If you regularly listen to the podcast, then you know that I love sitting down to chat with a cup of tea. And today's no exception because it is cold. I've got a mango and strawberry tea. And I've got a new mug that keeps my drink warm. Raymond got it for me as a super early birthday gift <laughs> because usually when I record a podcast episode, it always gets cold by the end and doesn't warm up my hands anymore. <laughs> and that's the whole reason I have it, to warm up my hands and also in case I need a break from chatting. So if you're watching this on YouTube, then you will see my hands around this mug the whole time. And you can see the steam from my hot drink as well. So I can't drink it right now, but it's doing a really good job keeping my hands warm. Now, in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing my experiences going from living a life that I was constantly second guessing, having doubts about and wishing it were somehow different to now living a life that I'm so much more passionate about and find so much more meaning from. And I'm going to be chatting from my experiences with that and the signs that you might be going through this too. But first, I want to speak about a huge event that is currently being organized. This is the biggest event that I've planned to date in my career as a life coach. So stay tuned until the end to hear more about it. Now, I'm first going to start with my story, how I was lost and confused and how that impacted my life. So it all started with me making one of the biggest decisions of my life when I was 17, which was my career. It was one of the first decisions that I had to make on my own. I had a lot of people offer suggestions about what I should do, either because it would lead to a stable career or a higher salary or just because it was easier. But ultimately, it was my decision to make. And it was the biggest decision at 17 years old. And if I screwed it up somehow, like if I wasn't so good at it, or if I couldn't find a job, or if I didn't end up liking it, I felt like it would have screwed up my whole life. 
And that's how I felt. Like I was super serious about choosing one career path to go to uni once. I felt like it had to stick, that I was wasting my time if I made a mistake with that. So I put a lot of pressure on myself to make that decision. And at this point, I was already lost and confused. Nothing from that thick job guide felt right to me. And if you've listened to previous episodes, then you've heard me talk about this really thick job guide. If you can see on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, it had so many job options on there, different roles and the responsibilities and the predicted salary to start off with. And so I read through every single page and nothing felt right. And now looking back, there were even a lot of jobs that aren't even in there. Imagine the job guide now. So when I finally made a decision, I wasn't completely happy with it. I just settled on something, anything. But I stuck it out. I finished uni. I got a job and worked as a primary school teacher. So I did a Bachelor of Education, focused on primary education, went to uni for four years, graduated, got a full-time job straight away, and worked full-time for about six years. And you know how it ends up, because now I'm here on this podcast talking about how I've pivoted from all of that. And there was this huge pressure when you are like a teenager, right? We're all taught to just stick it out, just keep going because you can't waste time doing nothing or waste time exploring. For most of us, our parents didn't have that luxury to pursue their dreams. They just worked at a job, any job, to put money on the table. And so I've seen and internalized the fact that Work is just work. It's just a means to earn money. And it didn't matter if I enjoyed it as long as I had money to sustain myself and my family. Even if we're not 100% passionate about it, it'll do, right? It'll do. That's what I thought. So I was already unsure about it from the beginning. And when I started work, I tried to convince myself, convince myself that it was the right thing that life can't be all sunshine and rainbows and butterflies anyway, that I won't enjoy all parts of life and that's just the way it was. So I kept myself busy with the goal of wanting to become the best teacher that I could be for my own growth and personal development, but mostly for my students because I chose that career because I liked working with kids and I wanted to see them grow. So whether that was in a school setting or tutoring setting, I wanted to become the best teacher that I could be. And at that age, 21, 22, I was so focused on my career because that's what everybody else did at that age, right? That's a normal thing to do. So I started my career and focused on growing and developing my skills. And looking back, I spent so many hours on it. Before school, during school, after school, on the weekends. And I spent so much time working on something that I wasn't even completely sure about. But I made the decision and I stuck to it. And most of the time, 
it was fine, right? All this extra work because I had a purpose, becoming the best teacher, helping as many kids as I could, having an impact in their lives. But there were days where I felt super unmotivated to go to work, where I woke up at like 3 a.m. in the middle of the night and wouldn't want to go in. And I'd find any tiny excuse to not go. Like, oh, my throat's feeling a little scratchy. Or I need to catch up on some work first. Or I just need a little rest. I had no valid reason. Well, at the time, I thought it wasn't a valid reason. And it wasn't big enough to warrant needing a day off. But I felt really guilty about that. So as long as I had nothing urgent on at work that day, nothing that desperately needed me to be there, I'd just take that day off. So that night, or morning I should say, around 3 to 4 a.m., I'd wake up dreading work and I set an alarm on my phone to wake me up at a certain time. I set an alarm at like 6 a.m. so that I could inform the school that I was sick. And it was really a mental health day because my mind was working hard to convince me to enjoy this career, to feel at peace with my decision, to keep moving forward with it. And work really became my identity. It became who I was. I was a primary school teacher and I kept moving on, growing as a teacher, working, teaching, tutoring. And didn't really have time to get to know myself, especially since I focused so many years on school. And I'm sure so many of you can relate. Just going to school, going to tutoring, doing extracurricular stuff, and then going straight into uni and doing the same thing, but just older. And then going straight into work and doing the same thing, but earning money. And I never had time to get to know myself to reflect on my decisions, especially as I was growing into an adult. And I didn't know what I wanted my life to look like at all. I was imagining myself as a primary school teacher working until I retired. And oh my gosh, I just could not imagine that at all because I had only worked like a few years as a primary school teacher and I'm still relatively young, still have energy kind of, (laughs) and still had the passion and the motivation to kind of just live life. But I couldn't imagine myself doing that when I was like 50, 60 years old. Not at all. So I was just so busy that being a teacher consumed my life. I didn't know how I was really feeling or thinking. I was just tunnel visioned going through the motions and just trying to survive with the workload. And because of this, I really didn't know who I was outside of teaching. I mean, I kind of had an idea, but I felt like I wasn't my whole self, that the career-focused side of me, the productive, um, the responsible, the teacher side of me was dominant. But what about all the other sides of me, all the sides of me that I wanted to show my family or my friends or just having things outside of 
teaching and not talking about teaching 24-7 or thinking about it and dreaming about it, I didn't know who I really was outside of teaching because it, as I said, it consumed my life. It really took over all of my thoughts and it definitely affected my relationships. I did the best that I could. I only could do what I was mentally and physically was able to do at the time. And I just remember being exhausted all the time, not being fully present and always thinking about the next things I needed to do. Because if you know, a primary school teacher always has multiple to-do lists. (laughs) So I was always thinking about, oh, what else do I have to do? How can I save time now so that I could take it easier tomorrow? So I wasn't present and I wasn't able to even show up sometimes. I didn't go to a lot of events or hang out with friends because I just needed time to rest time outside of work, outside of tutoring, time for myself, some quiet time, no noisy kids in the background, even outside the playground, none of that. And when I did choose to go out, I was just too tired to enjoy anything. So my relationships weren't as fulfilling as I had hoped it to be because I didn't actually spend quality time with people during these couple of years when I was like in my early 20s. I also didn't have many hobbies. I honestly didn't have the energy or the time, mostly the time. So unless you counted a hobby as being ahead on lesson planning, (laughs) so lame, I know, or being prepared with my resources, printing everything out, cutting things, Yeah, that wasn't a hobby. (laughs) But if that was, I spent a lot of time on that. But everything I did had a purpose, had a reason. I felt like things that were just for fun were time wasters. Did you ever think that? Things that were fun had no reason other than just because it's a hobby wasted my time because I could spend that time doing other important things for work or catch up on sleep or finally get some time to myself and just zone out. So I didn't really have many hobbies. And yeah, work was crazy for me. And it took about 10 years of being in the industry from uni to working full time for me to finally acknowledge that I was still feeling lost. But not only acknowledging and accepting that, but also to realize that this was actually an opportunity for me to do some self-discovery, to really look at my life, to reflect on what I believed about myself, and to trust that I truly had this inner clarity, have, not had, I truly have this inner clarity that I wanted to nurture. And I also questioned whether I truly deserved the clarity as well. Instead of just living a life feeling lost, unsure, and ultimately just settling for anything, I had to trust that I deserved it, that I can't just live life this way and accept it as the norm. So I really lacked that clarity. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know who I was. 
I didn't know that I had the courage to even go and make that change, to even allow myself to think about something outside of the career that I've chosen. So now I realize that across the most important areas of my life, I wasn't completely fulfilled. I just made a few decisions and followed the path that life had presented me. I didn't make many conscious or intentional choices. And I confused that for being clear and knowing what I wanted, but I really didn't. So that's the gist of my story, being confused and lost and trying to figure it out. So if you're currently going through this phase in your life, questioning your career, your decisions up to this point, and maybe even wanting some sort of change in your life, then I want to provide you six signs that you're feeling lost and confused in your life right now. Because if you're feeling like I was, I actually didn't know that I was feeling lost. I had some sense of purpose, ambition or motivation or drive, but it was actually in the completely wrong direction. And it would have taken me on a different journey on my life that I wouldn't have been happy with, like the person that I would have been or the life that I would have been living. So here are the six signs. Number one, feeling stuck and stagnant. Feeling stuck and stagnant. You're feeling like life is just passing by, but you're not progressing towards the ideal future. And the future might not even seem that exciting to you right now. You're imagining the life that you're currently living 10 years from now, and it doesn't seem that exciting to you. You might be imagining a life of the same routines as right now, a repeat of whatever you're doing right now, and it doesn't seem very exciting, except for maybe a few random things like a few travel plans or things to look forward to. But you might be seeing it as the same old, same old, and nothing that exciting. So that's the first sign, feeling stuck and stagnant in your life. The next one is feeling a lack of clarity. And of course, when you're not satisfied in your life right now, it might be because you're not sure what you actually want. Maybe you might be unsure about some of the important things in your life. And this this idea is something I talk about a lot with my coaching clients. And it is about feeling like you're living in alignment with your values and your purpose. So being led by your values and what's really important to you, what do you really cherish and value in your life? Not just based on your goals. What I normally say is that you should be living based on your values, not just your goals, because goals are normally surface-based. So if you're not really sure and you're not clear on what is important to you, have a think about your values. Is it freedom? Is it family? Is it authenticity? So those are some things that I talk about a lot with my clients, which is having the ability to choose for yourself. Because for me, and probably most likely you as well, you might not have been clear on what you wanted, but had to settle for a career, settle for a job, 
just because you felt like there was nothing else you could do and you had to just choose. So that's the second sign, having a lack of clarity. The third sign that you are feeling lost and confused is that you can't make decisions. You are indecisive. You keep second guessing yourself. And you probably make decisions based on pros and cons, right? But sometimes the cons could completely outweigh the pros, but that might be exactly what you need to do because it's more aligned with your values. It might challenge you. You might even be paralyzed by all these choices. You don't know what to do. You're unclear, as we just mentioned. And you keep doubting yourself whether you're able to actually make that decision, to follow through with it. You worry about what other people are thinking about you. You worry about making the wrong choice. So you always go for the safe bet. You always do what other people are happy with that will receive less judgments from other people. And so you're always second guessing yourself. You might want something, but everybody else might be saying to go for the other thing. You're not sure about the choices that you have to make and don't trust in yourself. The next sign that you're feeling lost and confused is a lack of motivation. Now I talked about this in terms of my job. You might not feel enthusiastic about life, don't have the energy, and maybe you don't have any hobbies or you don't do anything for fun like me back in the day. And so I only had the short-term motivation to get something done, take it off the list, have that temporary sense of achievement, but it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't my own decision. It was kind of just somebody said I had to do this, so I did it. But I didn't have motivation for me to be really passionate about it and I want to do it. So that's the next sign. Number five is feeling disconnected from others. Now, for me, this showed up when I never made time. Well, I rarely made time for anything that was outside of work. So what happened was I ended up having kind of shallow, unfulfilling relationships. And it was hard to connect on deeper levels, which now I know I love that kind of conversation. I love the DNMs. I love just talking about things other than what you did on the weekend. So that's why I felt completely unfulfilled, no purpose. There is always a deeper meaning to a dissatisfaction that you have. And for me, one of my biggest values is about connection with other people. And that's what a kind of heart is all about. So feeling disconnected from others is something that you might be experiencing that is also a sign that you're feeling lost and confused. The last sign is if you are feeling emotional quite regularly. So you might go through swings, sadness, frustration, or restlessness, but you keep busy with work, which is what I did. I thought that those feelings were something that was getting in my way of being productive. And so I avoided thinking about my sadness or my confusion and just covered all, all that up with 
the things I had to do. So if you're feeling emotional, if you have certain emotions that you are kind of blocking because you have no time for it or whatever the reason, maybe that's another reason that you feel lost and confused. Because what I like to say and what I like to encourage my coaching clients to do is get in touch with your emotions. Sometimes they might be accurate. They are your messengers trying to convey something that you might be missing. So those are the six signs that you might be feeling lost and confused. And I hope you have some quiet time to think about some of those things and reflect on your life. So if you want any support, if you want to be surrounded by nature, surrounded by like-minded people who are also on their journey to rediscover what they want to do with their life, rediscover themselves, then I'm currently planning the biggest event yet in my career as a life coach. It is a self-discovery retreat to help you find alignment with your authentic self and to truly trust yourself and your decisions. But basically, it is to get away from the noise of everybody, of work, of family, of the things that you have to think about every single day, getting yourself out of that space, out of that noise, to then just reconnect with yourself. It is called the Calm Retreat, and it's happening in early August. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you to join the wait list for the Calm Retreat. So when you join the wait list, you'll be the first to hear about exclusive details and exclusive pricing as well. And a special giveaway that will help you on your journey to rediscover yourself and get to know yourself better. So the link's in the show notes. Check it out. I'm super, super excited to share this with you, to share it with the world, because I've been thinking about this for a long time and it's finally coming to fruition. Remember that you're a human being, not a human doing. Chat to you in the next episode. Oh,